You are listening to Dorman. This is Alexa, and this is my podcast. Hey guys, I'm back. Oh, you can throw it away. Okay. Yeah, I'm back um, with another episode of Dorming. This is Alexa, and today my guest is Eunice, but he is a athletic trainer at the University of Illinois with our wheelchair track team, and yeah, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Yeah. Thanks for having me on the podcast. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, so let's let's get into this. Um, so how did you get into this position at Wilter at our Wilter? Oh, track at the program. Team? Yeah. Well, I um, I finished up my undergrad in Canada. I'm a Canadian, yes. and. Um, <laughs> My girlfriend is a part of the program here, Chelsea McClammer. Yeah, shout out. Um, and she's a Paralympian that trains here. And I wanted to move here so that I could uh, live with her and not deal with long distance. So yeah. I ended up uh, coming here and, and volunteering whenever I would come and visit her. And I'm a kinesiology major, so it kind of worked out that I would be able to um, volunteer here. Yeah. I was knowledgeable. I was knowledgeable on what was going on. So... Um, and I'd worked with individuals with disabilities uh, at my university um, through independent uh, research projects and things like that. Oh, cool. Um, uh, mo- they're mostly geared towards body image, but I won't, I won't bore you with that <laughs> stuff. And um, yeah, I got here and I volunteered for it's like two to three months and then I ran out of money. So then I went back to Canada yeah. and I worked for three months. I worked like two full-time jobs, Dang. saved up a ton of money, and then I came back and then I volunteered here for another... Well, the plan was to volunteer here for six months and then go back to Canada. Yeah. But before I left, I gave um, Mo, Maureen Gilbert, she's the coordinator of the program here, I gave her my resume. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> I gave her my resume and I just let, let her know I'm looking for a job yeah and I need a visa and all kinds of other fun stuff to be able to stay here and I just said let me know so she really liked my resume and offered me a job after three months when I got back oh wow yeah so then I was able to uh, I had to get my visa which was a weird process but then yeah then I got hired on to here as a I'm technically called yeah explain the title (laughs) so I'm a under my visa, I'm labeled as a research assistant. So I, okay. because there is a lot of research that goes on at the University of Illinois and with the um, wheelchair track and field and basketball team specifically. So I aid in collecting data and things like that in the yeah. gym. And then also um, my official title with the university is an assistant coordinator for health, wellness, and performance. Dang, yeah. that is a long title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so if anybody doesn't know, when we do do our workouts in the gym we have this little um we have an iphone but it's on like an app and we do our workouts with the app and it's called push but we um go through our workouts and then we have this little band that measures like velocity velocity and that's kind of what he was saying about the research like we're we're kind of looking into that that's one of the parts i think yeah we're collecting data to see um how the athletes improve under specific uh training regimens that are 
um, coordinated and put together by the head coach, Adam Bleakney. Yes. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> um, so, and hopefully you get him on the podcast. Yeah. Um, he definitely should be on. He's super smart and he's very funny, so he's good to have on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so how long, like, so since you've gotten here, how long have you been with the program like you said how you got but how long have you yeah i guess in total if you count like the volunteering and stuff i've been here for over a year okay yeah so um i guess i'm i'll I'll probably be coming into my second year with the program coming into this summer that's exciting yeah cool yeah so um i really like it here the environment is really interesting because there's for for those of you that don't know At the University of Illinois, it's an official U.S. Paralympic training site. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of amazing talent and athletes that train here. Um, and it's a pretty unique atmosphere because the athletes here really are they're surrounded by greatness. There's, you know, <laughs> there's Paralympians that have won multiple medals and set tons of world records. And so when people are here and they kind of show up, it's like, it's a very nonchalant attitude to yeah, it, really like amazing things that are happening. Yeah, I actually kind of noticed that when I got here, um, because everybody's everybody's kicking it and doing all their workouts, but like it's very chill, which I like because I don't like to be like so under pressure. Like everybody's like on top of you. Like they they get on you, but yeah. like it's like still chill, which. I think it's like a good environment to be around because you don't want to feel like you're too pressured into doing all your workouts. You just want to do it because it's fun and you want to do it because you're surrounded by awesome people. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's the coaching philosophy that we have with the, with the wheelchair track team is that we want things to be fun and enjoyable because if you're not having fun at practice, then odds are you probably don't want to be there. And if you don't want to be there, (laughs) then you're not going to do the best that you can perform at your at your highest level so yeah exactly that's so true um so what sports did you play I know you played some sports so so bring us into that uh so growing up in Canada I played hockey which every person (laughs) does in in Canada um and I I started I actually started pretty late for a Canadian I started playing hockey when I was about seven years old um pretty late yeah that's very late Um, okay to put into perspective my brother learned how to skate when he was a year old really yeah so oh the year he learned how to walk, he actually learned how to skate. Yeah. So for me, wow. um, I was a late late bloomer, but it was because <laughs> I was the firstborn, and um, I'm technically first generation Canadian. Oh. So, um, it w- hockey wasn't something that was culturally in the repertoire for my my mom, and but when she remarried to Canadian, it was kind of like, oh, let's put him in hockey. He'll enjoy yeah. That. So. Um, I got into it, and then when my brother was born, it was like, right away, Yeah, oh, we'll put him into hockey. Um, so yeah, I played hockey, I actually played hockey up until uh, a year and a half ago, I was playing men's hockey in Canada. Nice. Um, but when I, got, when I turned uh, 15, 15, I would say, 14, mm-hmm. 15, I got introduced to rugby, Yeah. and that was like, um, my sport. That's, About, one, yeah. that's your favorite sport? Um, it it was at that time, yeah. I played okay. a lot of basketball too growing up. Yeah. Um, and I think basketball w- I would have considered my favorite sport until oh, nice. yeah <laughs> until I uh, got to high school and started playing rugby. Um, yeah. And then uh, I I ended up being pretty good. So um, when when you're bec- when you become good at a sport, you kind of 
put <laughs> put other sports to the back burner. Yeah. So I was so I just started I would just play the other ones recreationally, like kind of those what are they called like house league teams and yeah, um, not really focused too hard on them. And then I played rep rugby and and tra- traveled with the teams and, oh that's awesome yeah and i got to travel to wales and england and and play there and um and then i thought that i was gonna play rugby in college mm-hmm. but i ended up sustaining uh, several uh head injuries from at, rugby fr- from rugby yeah when yeah. i when i when i was older around uh, 17 18 years old mm-hmm. when i was playing a lot of men's rugby at the time so i was right when i turned 18 i was eligible to play for men's teams so Mm -hmm. that's from ages 20 to like 28 ish so i was pretty young but i was Mm -hmm. playing with all these like big guys and yeah like a little um, older a little older yeah yeah. but um i was i was like a uh big big guy back then so Mm -hmm. i was able to hold my own and things like that and then once i got my fourth concussion it was kind of a um (laughs) that's crazy yeah i had to put it i had to put it away and and try and uh, come up with other goals yeah I feel like rugby seems like such a like dangerous sport (laughs) like just from watching it like a few times like I know some rugby players from um well I don't really know them but I've I've seen them practice a few times in Chula Vista oh yeah um and it's crazy how like they do that like (laughs) I I don't (laughs) it's actually it's it's safer than American football Really? Yeah, because you're not wearing any padding in rugby. Yeah. So because you're not wearing any padding, you're when you're making when you're making contact when you're making those hits, you're actually taking that into account. So you're not hitting someone as hard as you possibly can, because yeah. you know that you're just gonna hurt yourself in the process. Oh yeah, that's true. And <laughs> so you're gonna when you hit them, there's a very like technical way of doing it. Oh. A lot of technique involved into hitting someone. Yeah. Instead of, if you watch American football, yeah, there's a little bit of technique, but a lot of the time they're just, like, throwing themselves. Yeah, they just go for it. Yeah, they just go <laughs> for it, and they, like, have a helmet and pads that just, like, smash into someone. Oh, yeah. And I played football. I did it once. I went I did one practice. Yeah. And I remember getting hit in the arm with a helmet, and I was just really? like, yeah, my elbow hit someone's helmet, and I just mm. said, I'm never doing this again. Yeah. This is the worst. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because you don't want to, like, hurt yourself in the process of that, especially when you don't have pants. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, you're just at risk of breaking ribs. I would say that's, like, yeah. one, of the, one, of, one of the uh common in- injuries. I've broken someone's ribs before. Just from, like... From hitting them in the, in the like, lower, ab- ab- like, abdominal region. So you kind of, like... In rugby, you pick someone up when you hit them a little bit. Really? So you kind of pick them up and then hit, like... Yeah. bring them to the ground yeah and when you drive them into the ground sometimes your your shoulder can break Crick. break someone's ribs yeah oh yeah so sounds painful <laughs> see that's why i'm not in a contact sport because uh i'm in track <laughs> but it was good it gave, it gave like it was it gave me a lot of perspective after i got hurt to like figure out what i wanted to do yeah um outside of sports because when i've well in my experience people that are involved in like high level sports mm-hmm. they think that that's it like that's all yeah. they want. That's all they want to do. Yeah, I definitely understand that mentality. Yeah. yeah. So, I think it's important that people reflect on that at a younger age, like try and explore other things that they want to do before they get older. Yeah, I definitely think that's true. Um, before I went to college, or I mean, I'm just a freshman, but like before I got into college, I 
was solely focused on track. I mean, I, I obviously was in high school, but like I wasn't really like, I don't know. You I was more focused on track just because yeah. it brought me so like to that level. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, like I'm thinking of this, but I never had it as like my only option. My mom always says this. She's like, make sure to keep her options open. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just such a good lesson because you don't want to be stuck if you like like you said like you got those concussions like mm-hmm. you don't want to be stuck with just you know doing rugby and yeah. then you know not having anything else so I think that's why like school is so important like that I'm also getting an education but like I this great program here mm-hmm. is like really cool <laughs> yeah it sets people up for success yeah it really I, does I think yeah for there are athletes that are here that are kind of struggling with that where they realize oh i maybe i'm not going to make a paralympic team and if i do it's going to be like it's gonna be really hard yeah so you kind of have to think about other things that are important because you don't want to you see it in other professional sports where you see like basketball players that they go and they make the nba and they Mm -hmm. play like two seasons yeah and then they end up you know not being able to make a team or stay on a team they get traded a bunch and then they're done and they have nothing left. Yeah. They, they don't, then, but they work at a gas station. Yeah, like, then you know? what are they going to do? Like. Yeah, so. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want that to happen, especially if there's opportunity to, like, get, get other things. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, I mean, I think it's just good looking into, like, after college, too. Like, I have no idea what I'm going to do after college. Um, like, my major is communications, but... I feel like there's so many options under communications that could be possible. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of like listening to that and kind of trying to see in the next few years, like what, what sounds interesting to me, but I mean, do they, do, do, in your program and they kind of share things like other, like places that you can go. Yeah. So actually my, um, communications instructor, instructor last semester he like kind of put this list on the board and of like things you can go into like a lot of stuff is like medical which i oh, that's interesting like yeah like medical communications like i don't know which ones were under there but there was a lot of stuff in the medical field i remember but so i wouldn't really want to do anything in the medical field but also i haven't really looked into that so maybe maybe not what what turns you away from medical um, I don't know. It's not like I would be a nurse or anything or, like, a doctor, so I guess it it wouldn't really... Is that what turns you out? Turns, well, turns yeah, you kind of. And I just don't <laughs> like hospitals, but that's kind of a bad <laughs> reason. But, like, I don't know. Hospitals don't do it for me. <laughs> you don't like hospitals? No. I mean, I like some hospitals. I don't like them now that I'm older. Yeah. When I was a kid, I remember going to the hospital. And you liked and it? And I liked it. Yeah. Why? Because I used to like the food at hospitals. When really? A, when I was a kid, yeah. Because my mom used to... Well, Do they I'm, have I, good food in hospitals in No, Canada? I don't think so. Oh, okay. I think it was just because I was a kid and I thought it was cool. Yeah. Like, when I was a younger... my I'm the oldest in my family, so mm-hmm. when I was younger, my, my siblings were born, and then my mom also had, like, a, a kidney problems, so mm. when she was in the hospital... I'd always have to, like... I was in the hospital a lot. Yeah. For, like, when those when my siblings were born. And then my brother, um, 
when he was really young had pneumonia twice so he was in the hospital for a long time yeah and so he uh so yeah i used to just love going to the hospital because i knew i was (laughs) gonna get like macaroni and cheese yeah yeah there's like macaroni and cheese and crappy chicken fingers <laughs> and stuff like that I, it's so weird that they feed you crappy food in a hospital yeah because you would think it would be like top of the line cause... yeah super healthy yeah i think it's better now i i hope so uh, yeah i don't know but i don't know i haven't been in the hospital since i was in high school so yeah I, I yeah that's when i, I started mean, not liking it yeah was when i was getting really hurt and i was in there because of me yeah and i was like oh this sucks yeah exactly Someone's about to You're like no this joint back good. in place or something <laughs> oh no yeah, I mean, actually, I haven't been to a hospital either in a while, or eaten their food, so, who how, knows? How many times have you had to be in the hospital, like, overnight? Um, well, I was in the hospital for a month for, um, a surgery when I was eight, but that's, like, the most. Oh, what was the I've surgery? Um, it was, like, for CP, um, cerebral palsy, it's the, if nobody knows, it's the leg disability I have, um, but... No, it was for, like, loosening and... Ex- no, not extractions. Um, loosening something, well, like, like, my like hamstrings. Like, muscle fibers were super tight. Yeah. yeah. And so they were like, we'll do this, and then it actually helps so much. That's why I can walk now. Oh, okay. But, like, before I couldn't... Like, I was back and forth, like, um, and side to side. Right. And I couldn't stay up, and I would trip a lot. So it definitely helped me, I would say, but that was the longest time I mm. had ever been there. Yeah. So they had to, like, cut muscle, probably, I'm guessing? Yeah, like, I'm sure. Um, and, like, move stuff around, maybe. Mm. That's why I have, like, stitches all on my legs. Well, you don't have stitches anymore. Yeah, I do. Oh, scars. not stitches, scars. <laughs> yeah, no, they're dissol- dissolved now, but <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> I was, I always thought it was super cool to get stitches when I was in high school, because in rugby, if a guy had stitches, you know, he got a, like, a really cool, like, injury or something. That's not cool, so though. That would hurt. Su- people thought it was super awesome to get stitches. Even in hockey, too, guys would get stitches on, like, their face or something like that. Yeah. And people thought so like, for me oh. I would, yeah so i was obsessed with people in rugby sometimes split their brow oh yeah yeah and then they get stitches above their eyebrow and i thought that was the coolest thing ever and I don't you that. have a scar over your eyebrow the whole for the rest of your life though yeah and then you have a cool story uh, so, oh yeah you'd be like hey so i i got need in the head <laughs> yeah i got need <laughs> in the head in rugby and that's what happened so. <laughs> don't get by me <laughs> Maybe it's not that cool of a story no. but yeah um no, when I was younger, my sister, we were, like, in the car or something, and no, she actually, this is a weird story, but no, she fell in the garage, and she knocked out her front teeth, oh. and she bit down, I think, and, and she, she had to through? get stitches. Oh, my god! And so I remember that, like, I was, like, bawling to the airport, or not to the airport, to the hospital, because, like, she, she was, like, there, and I don't think she was crying, Oh, but you got freaked out? Yeah, because I was like, blood? oh my, yeah, because the blood was everywhere. And I was like, and this was younger me, so I hadn't really, like, seen that. And it was my sister. And then, and she's younger than me, so she's, like, two years younger than me. Yeah. So I was like, ah! And then she had to go to the dentist and all that. But, like, yeah, that was the first time I saw, like, stitches, like, because she went right through. through. But, like, now you can't see it. And I totally kind of forgot about that until we were talking about stitches. But, yeah, like... 
I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. I don't even know. That's, that's, uh, my mom has, like, I think three of her front teeth are, like, half of them are fake. Yeah. Because she fell down the stairs when she was a kid. And, and knocked broke, out? Like, bro- broke them in half. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Teeth are crazy. Yeah. I think, uh, we have a grad assistant here that works in the program. Mm. G.A. Joe. Shout out. Shout out. <laughs> and he, uh, he has fake teeth because he was a gymnast, uh, did he knock his teeth out? And yeah, he hit his fa- face on a bar. Oh! Yeah. That would hurt so bad. Yeah. Hi, Mel. Hi. <laughs> um, but yeah. Let's... I feel like dental injuries, those, those ones are bad. No, because they're most expensive too. If you yeah. go to the dentist, like, look to pay like $20 million. No, not really, but like a lot. It's a lot of money. <laughs> I And even in Canada, like, we have universal health care in Canada. Yeah. So I've n- I've never seen a medical bill in my entire life. Dang! But the dentist is actually not covered, oh. so you, you actually you have to have insurance for dental. Yeah. So those are the ones that like that's pricey. I remember I had braces, mm. and that was like eight grand. How long? How long? How long do you do your podcast? Um, well, it's around. No, we have about f- ten minutes. Ten minutes. Yeah, it's like twenty. No, rapid fire questions are coming. Don't worry. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Um, No, I had braces too, but I had mine for like four years. Yeah, I had mine for a long time too because I played sports, so I couldn't go in for the appointments when they were actually scheduled. So like when I first got them on, my my orthodontist was like, oh yeah, you only have them on for like maybe a year, year and a half. Really? Yeah, as long as I stuck to the schedule. But then like it ended up getting extended to almost, I think it was like over (laughs) three years that I had my braces on because... I was, like, traveling and doing sports and stuff like that, and yeah. there's no way I could go to all the appointments. Yeah, no, me and my sister, my mom has amazing teeth. Her whole family has really nice teeth. And then we got the l- ladder of the deal, and, like, my dad doesn't have the best teeth, so probably got it from him. <laughs> and so me and my sister both had to get braces, and, yeah. But it's a fun time. Yeah. Not really. No, I don't... <laughs> I remember waking up from getting my wisdom teeth out. Have you ever, have you ever gotten yes, your wisdom teeth out? Yes, I've gotten all four out. Oh my gosh, I wanted to die. Did you have to do them all in one go? or did Yeah. You, yeah, me too. I had to get them all in one go. And then when I woke up, they gave me a bag, and it had two of them in it. Like two, really? Two of the wisdom teeth, and they were huge. See, and then, I didn't see mine. Oh, I probably would have not liked that. They were mad. I still have them at my parents' really? house. Yeah, they're kept in like they're a little bag. They're so baggie. long. Yeah. And then... I only had two eyes. I asked them where the other two were. Yeah. And they said that they were so, like, stuck in my jaw that they had to crush them in my jaw and take oh out the my. pieces. I did not know that. Yeah, so then when like, I was... Like, is that a thing that happens? Yeah. So they, oh. like, used a drill, like, drilled it, and then they used this, like, little, like, pick, and they just, like, smashed my tooth in with, like, into a bunch of pieces and then pulled it out the pieces. I didn't know that's what they did if that happens. Yeah. I thought they just, like, well, I... Because they can't... Because it's a bone, right? So yeah. It's, like, fused in with your jaw so then they had to like have you seen like a like a skull yeah and how like the teeth are just like fully into the (laughs) maxillary mandible or whatever yeah they're just stuck yeah so like it's like fused in there so then they have to and it's in the very back so it's not like it's mm kind of hard to get and the roots are really long yeah so and they like curve 
my wisdom teeth were like curved roots so they like were like gripped on they were like no we're so not inside, leaving we're not your leaving. mouth and i had to get them out because i had braces yeah like, see that's my reason because yeah. they were like oh it's gonna interfere with it so i was like you know what? oh i already had my braces off so i had like perfect oh, smile really? and then my wisdom teeth were coming in so yeah. then they were like oh your teeth are all gonna shift around yeah and then my mom was like no yeah that's and, not happening no and then it, yeah so and when i played hockey too i had to wear a cage when i even when i got older What's a cage? So, in a hockey helmet, in a hockey helmet, they have like a visor that goes over. Oh, okay, okay. So when you're in like juniors and growing up, yeah, you can't wear like a clear glass, like a what's called plexiglass visor. You oh. actually wear a cage that goes Why? over your whole face because it's just like to protect your face and okay. eyes and everything like that. Do you still have to wear a mouth guard? Yeah. With the cage. Yeah. How? Cause Why? Because mouth guard actually prevents. So a mouth guard is actually not for your teeth. It's actually to prevent concussions. Oh. Yeah. Because when you get hit. Yeah. Um, when your jaw clicks, mm-hmm. it actually sends, it's a transition of energy through your jaw. And it, when your teeth clack, it actually spreads the energy up into your brain. Oh, and then that's how you and can get your, a concussion. Yeah, and then your brain shifts into your... So a concussion is your brain. Yeah. Because your brain's floating in, <laughs> in your skull. <laughs> so when the forces, when forces act on it, it actually like floats and hits your, the yeah, inside of your the skull. Side of your, yeah. So when the force like... When your teeth clack, the force <laughs> comes up, and then it shifts your brain, and it hits the wall on the inside. Dang. So, mouth guards actually stop that energy from, tra- like, transferring through into your, like, into your cranium. The things you learn on the pod. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I did not know that, so... Yeah, they also protect your teeth, too, though. Yeah. So, but when I, was, when I got older, when I didn't have to wear a cage anymore... Yeah. Um, I still wore, I still had to wear a cage. Yeah, just... My parents wouldn't let me... Really? Wear, yeah, because they were... At the time, I wasn't making, like, a good enough money, like, the right amount of money where I could spend it on playing hockey, because hockey is expensive. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. With all the equipment. Yeah. I and mean, even with the... Even once you have all your equipment, it's still, like, to play in, like, a men's league, it's, like, $400 a Just year for, like, for the registration? Or yeah. Or, like... Yeah, yeah. For uh, registration, yeah. For gotcha. The, for the season, yeah. Because you're paying for, like, ice time and stuff Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. And, uh... I still had to wear a cage. Meanwhile, everyone else is wearing. Yeah. They all oh look cool, God. and I look and I look like I'm a still little kid wearing uh, a cage. Well, you know, safety first. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we're going to go into the rapid fire. I haven't made the rapid fire questions, but we can look at last week's. Oh um, is this when Samoa was on? Yeah, so she... I made some questions for her on the last one. Okay, but I'll t- I'll kind of switch them up. Okay, so what's your favorite snack? My favorite snack? Yeah, like if you had to only have one snack for your for whole life. For the rest life. of my life? Yeah, starting now, like um, now on. I would say uh, hummus, hummus and crackers. Hummus? Yeah. That's so healthy. I love hummus. <laughs> I I'll, I go through tubs. Like, hummus. where do you get your hummus? On a daily basis. Um, I get it at the grocery store. I actually make my own now, too. Oh. Yeah, but we, we're, we're in the process of moving. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend and I, so we don't have our blender. But, yeah, we make our own hummus, and it's, it's very good. That's awesome. Yeah. And then you just dip it with, like, what, veggies? Like veggies or pita bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, la, la. Or crackers. Crackers are good, too. Actually, people that don't know, rice the rice cakes like those like oh yeah rice cakes if you put hummus on those it's really like good. the big ones or yeah, like the, the big little one, yeah, the big crackers. ones or the little ones it doesn't matter yeah i might try that it is good see i never really got into hummus until like 
I don't know, a year ago, and now I like all the stuff that I used to hate because yeah. my taste buds have decided to change okay. on me. So, yeah, and now I kind of like I hummus. I actually could eat hummus without anything. Really? With a spoon, I can just eat it. Yeah, I don't know if I'm like at that level. <laughs> um, okay, dream destination vacation. So not in America. Um, I think right now it's uh, Tokyo, like in Japan. I really hey. want. I really want to go to Japan. That's like on the list because the games are yeah, gonna be Paralympics. There. Yeah, so I think that's gonna be the next place that I'll probably end up going. Nice. Um, right now my girlfriend's in Switzerland. Shout out. Series, yeah, shout out. So I. I, I don't know, seen the pictures of what, what it looks like there. I really want to go there. Yeah, it's really pretty. Yeah. I think, that's, I think that's, those are the two. Nice. Yeah. Um, okay, it says, something you wouldn't mind spending all your money on. A house. A house? Yeah. Like, just in Champagne, or, um, like, where are you thinking? Uh, probably... Well, it depends. I don't know how long, how much longer we're going to be here. Yeah. It depends on what uh, my job entails and things like that. Yeah. But I just want a house because I like working on houses and flipping. Like, yeah, that's cool, though. Nice and stuff. So, yeah, I think it would be nice to have the money to put everything into buying a house. Yeah. And then eventually you can sell it or you can rent it out or do whatever you want with it. Very true. Yeah. No, I think it's cool to see those flipping or those uh, house flipping shows. Oh, yeah. Uh, my mom is always like, ooh, we should do that with our house. And I'm like, yeah, we should. And then she tells my dad, and he's like, okay, let's go. And, <laughs> like, tries to do all this stuff to our house. But, yeah, that's really cool. Is um, dad not a good handyman? Yeah, he loves doing any, like, work around the house. He, like, oh, yeah. has to be busy. If he's not at work, he's, like, doing something on the house. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> um, okay. <sighs> Okay, thing you would tell people about track from what you've learned from around, like, being around the track team? Um, it's harder than it looks. <laughs> people, a lot of people that, wa- like, see it in passing by or yeah. they watch it, they don't understand how much technique's involved yeah. into actually doing a proper stroke and getting the right type of acceleration and maintaining speed. It's so hard. <laughs> I... Like, you look at it and you're like, oh, yeah, that's cool. And then you think, oh, like, for those that use a wheelchair, like, all the time, mm-hmm. it can't be that hard. It's like, <laughs> yeah. but no, it has. it's like, it's totally different. The way that you'd yeah. push in a day chair is not even close to the same as pushing in a racing chair. Yeah, no, it really isn't. And, like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a different thing. And you also do the hand cycle. Yes, that's right, yeah. And, like, what do you, what would you say about that, like, People think it's comfortable. Yeah. They're like, ooh, that looks like it might be comfortable. No. Like, even... I couldn't even imagine sitting in a racing chair. Yeah. Because those are, like, these, like, little boxes <laughs> that you guys fit yourselves into. Whereas the hand cycle, I'm laying down. But mm-hmm. people think just because I'm laying down... That it's comfortable. It's, that it's comfortable. And it's one of the most uncomfortable things Dang. to be inside of. Yeah. 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 And then your arms burn at, like, a... A whole other level that people don't uh, probably like your forearms. No, your shoulders, your oh. shoulders, and your like chest. People, yeah, yeah. I don't think people get that same type of stimulation normally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially it, arms. Like if people are just running. Yeah, arms aren't really used as a unless form they're of, doing like, like powerlifting. Yeah, they're not. Like, they're they're not normally used for like transportation. Yeah, yeah. Propel, exactly. To propel yourself forward. <laughs> so I think people don't understand is how how much 
your like arms can actually like burn and withstand yeah. like a that lactic threshold. No, I definitely feel that. No, I was in the airport a few days ago, and this guy came up to me. And it was at the worst time, honestly. So, um, yeah, I don't know why he just popped out out of nowhere. Well, kind of, but no, he was, like, asking me how we pushed. And he was like, everybody asks, um, do you guys have gears? And I always have to say, no, we don't have gears. We use our hands. So, basically, our hands are the gears. So, like, if you think of it in, like, a bike sense, like... We're just using our arms to get faster. So, like, in a start, we'll, like, push really fast to get off the line. But, like, that's not a gear. No. We're just going. Anything, yeah, you guys kind of, like, have one gear. <laughs> yeah, like, one gear is our strength. Yeah. And you get to, and you're going to have to, like, either push harder. Or you're going to have to deal with the hill no matter yeah. what. You know, yeah. You can't make a hill any easier. Yeah, no, you really can't. <laughs> Especially, like, no. Yeah. Um... Okay, do you have any weird food combination, like, like things you just eat? Oh, that I eat? Yeah. Hmm. Sorry, there's a lot of food questions. I no, just like I, food. I, 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 <laughs> no, food is, like, our number one hobby at my house. <laughs> I'm trying to think of weird combos that we've done. I think, uh, when I was, so I used to do really weird food combos when I was in high school, because mm-hmm. I was, like, a teenager, yeah. and you just eat whatever's in the fridge, yep. so I used to do all kinds of really weird stuff. <laughs> One thing I used to do is I would get rice, and I'd put barbecue sauce on rice really? with cheese, like cheddar cheese, and then I would, like, throw a bunch of chicken in it. Interesting. And I would just eat that, and that was actually pretty good. So it's, like, a buffalo chicken, like... Bowl. Cheesy cheese bowl. bowl, yeah. It was interesting. Good. Well, they kind of have those pizzas like that, but I, I never, <laughs> I don't go into the barbecue. Yeah, and then <laughs> I, in university, I was like, when you get the munchies. <laughs> yep. And I one time did so in Canada we have guacamole Doritos. Oh yeah, I yeah. love those. Yeah, so it had those with cheese and hot sauce on it. Oh, and that's actually really good. Yeah. Oh, that would be kind of good, like with a nacho. Yeah, like, if you, you do like, put, like you could use Doritos instead of tortilla chips for nachos. That would be cool. And they're really good. Well, I think that's the end. It's thirty-three minutes. That's pretty good time. That's it. Yeah. I listen to like podcasts that are like an hour and a half. No, I know, long. but like I can't talk for that long. Well, usually. Oh, see, this is why I'm gonna have a good guest. You can yeah, exactly. You can be like, okay. But, yeah, I'm going to get going. Thank you, Eunice, for being a guest here. (laughs) Hopefully you can have uh, me back. Yeah, exactly. And get get Coach on here. Yeah, you can be a reoccurring guest. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, thank you for joining me today. Um, Bye-bye. Thank you for listening, and please subscribe, share. Um, You guys are awesome, and... You just make my day. Thank you.